Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, it's Patricia Wolby, Alchemy Therapies here, and um, a chat is on its way with my lovely colleague and friend, Janie Perry, naturopathic nutritionist. Welcome, Janie. It's lovely to see you again. <laughs> Hi Patricia, lovely to see you too. Thanks for having yeah. me on. I know we we spoke we spoke oh it must be it was probably about a year ago I think when we last um had a, a conversation together but um I just thought given that you know times are tough at the moment um a lot of people are going through lots of challenges aren't they that we are working together you and I on lots of client clients as a team you know um and I thought it'd be a good moment to maybe discuss how that differs perhaps from working just solo with you know one person from the yeah. client point of view as well as from our point of view yeah yeah you know it's great that we've got a good good sort of handful of clients that we're working together with and I think the team approach mm. is really helping um, mm. people to move forward quicker um yeah uh certainly uh, someone I've seen this week who's been working with you and another one of our colleagues and the homeopath who has just moved forward leaps and bounds in the last couple of months from where he was and, yeah. and I think that's it's almost working as a team on the different layers isn't it that yeah. from my angle on the nutrition side I'm very much working focused on the physical side of mm. uh, um, people's healing recovery and uh, yourself you know obviously looking at the emotional side and it almost seems that dual approach seems to allow the body to heal a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, so what's your what's your experiences so far? Yeah, I think it's, you know, it's more than the sum of the parts, you know, when you're adding you're adding in a nutritional angle and then you're adding in an emotional angle and then maybe you're supporting the bioenergetics of the person. Mm. There's a cumulative effect, I think on the body because the body is energy you know so if you're only getting one energy input that's good it's different it's new it's making a change but if you're getting three or two it, it has that amazing boost to the energetic healing properties of the body so for me it's it's sort of adding in uh yeah extra oomph <laughs> i can't think of another word um to the process and it goes a lot quicker but also i think people feel much more supported mm. and i think that there is a problem with working one-to-one -one. and here's the problem i've perceived is that you're not there all the time right you have this appointment with somebody for an hour and it might be an hour a month it might be an hour every six weeks or whatever it is mm. and they're great while you're working with them and maybe in the week afterwards and then there's a kind of natural tendency to re revert back to what you know the patterns yeah. of thinking the habits of behavior if you can't be there but if in a team effort we can stagger because I know you and I do that we stagger our appointments so that you're in between mine and vice versa then they've got a much sort of even more even support structure and less likely to to kind of revert back so yeah. that that does seem to make a difference doesn't it yeah I think keep it it's almost keeping that positive message flowing yeah. isn't it flowing. Um, support there a little bit the accountability the, the check-in 
um, what's worked so far, you know, the last few weeks, what's working for you, what's not, yeah. and keeping the momentum going, because it is, as you say, you know, that starts to sort of drop off a little bit if the sessions are months, yeah. six weeks, kind of a little bit too long. What's yeah. it? What's the saying? Um, takes three weeks to create a new habit, doesn't it? Right. Um, so really that three weeks is where they really need that support. And the second three weeks is really kind of instilling that to yeah. become you know, a, a sort of default um, default yeah. behaviour almost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, one of the yeah. things I certainly see, obviously I'm working on the physical angle mm. and uh, as a nutritionist and naturopathy, digestion is, is at the core of our health. Mm. Um, and there's obviously lots that we can do from a food perspective, um, mm. looking at testing if needed to, to check out how, how what's going on in the gut. And it's often the first place I start, you know, that, that real core of our health. Mm. Um, but also from the emotional perspective, our nervous system is completely entwined within our digestive tract. Mm. And actually, when people are very stressed or got a lot of trauma, um, both that they're stuck in that um, sympathetic dominant side, they're, mm. they're stuck in the stress mode. Mm. So they, their gut doesn't work. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so whatever I do from that physical angle, if they're not working on the emotional stuff, they will be almost like holding, holding this tension in the gut. So it, it doesn't want to digest. It doesn't want to repair. Mm. Um, so certainly by mm. soothing, almost soothing that emotional side, mm. soothing the nervous system starts to allow that a little bit more of a relaxed, um, digestion which allows it to work yeah <laughs> allowing them to get into that parasympathetic side that we know that's where they digest that's where they repair mm. and, and recharge yeah. um, and i think you know that that's the lovely combination that i've always seen that the dual approach of the emotional and physical work mm. uh, together and as you say that accumulative effect the more that they're more that they're working on their health and their well-being the more benefits they're going to see that the quicker they're going to get back their energy back their health back whatever it is you know that they're working on yeah i know we've had we've had a lot of clients actually that mm. they usually start with nutrition because that's the first thing you think of when you've got an issue you know i need to change my diet or i need to look at what's happening but very few people take into account um the stress side and and stress is you know from past experience as well as what's going on in your life currently um, because it actually blocks any other changes you're likely to make because it as you say it puts you in this state of you can't relax so your gut is never going to accept um, the supplementation it just passes straight through so I think for people who are working on chronic particularly chronic conditions you know you and I tend to work mostly on chronic conditions I mean it does work with acute issues as well of course but um, you've got this whole cycle of, of long-term chronic stress, which has down-regulated your digestion and your absorption. Mm. So putting in, you know, well, let's be honest, you know, supplementation can be expensive. So putting in, you know, a whole raft of changes into the, the, the gut, and, but then them not to be absorbed because the whole system is rejecting it, that sensitivity is, is a bit wasteful. So I think it actually... Um, it's beneficial for both of both of us to know that each of us is working on a complementary side of that person that we're working with. Um, and I'm trying to get the stress down. You're trying to get the absorption up and, and those two do work together. So 
Um, so for me, it's just a win-win really to work with people together. And it's how the health service obviously should work, really. And, <laughs> and sometimes does, if you're lucky, you get people collaborating. But it's it's been um it's it's been less and less, I think, recently, as as obviously the health service is under so much pressure and strain to keep going. Yeah. People have less and less time to yeah. confer with colleagues. I mean you and I have regular kind of team meetings, don't we? And and in our other teams, I know you're in a, a separate team from me and we're in a slightly bigger team together as well. And sort of like, there are like worlds within worlds here, but it's yeah. finding the time. Um, I think it's, it's uh, you, know, you hit the nail on the head there. You know, the, the NHS is under so much pressure at the moment and, uh, and you know, collaboration is probably not happening, whether it, it did in the past or not. I don't know so much, but um, I think that's almost the trauma that's come out of the last couple of years as well, Patricia, is stress that's on people for various different reasons mm. and you know, needs to certainly be, be looked at and, and addressed as well. Um, you talked about something there, which I think is is a, a key point to um, to discuss a bit further about sensitivity. Mm. Um, a lot, of, you know, I, I do have a lot of um, clients with chronic exhaustive conditions who are very very sensitive, and we have to go in really gently with um, you know, food changes and supplementation, and look at you know often I, I would consider looking at requesting samples for the clients so that they can try things out first. And be really interested to hear your sort of view on the sort of sensitivity and, and what, why does why does that happen from the emotional side? What impact does that have? So sensitivity is is an epigenetic effect. So it's it's both your genetic predisposition plus the environment. And if your environment is stressful, if it contains conflicts internal conflicts like i'm in the wrong job i'm in the wrong relationship um i can't trust people because my emotional needs weren't met when i was young and that's my model of the world and um you are basically setting certain genes to come on which uh promote say for instance cortisol production mm. and cortisol is extremely damaging it's the most um, one of the most important stress hormones, probably next to adrenaline, um, because it's normally meant to regulate it, which is the stress response system off. So if you're bathed in cortisol the whole time because mm -hmm. your genes are promoting that or they're, they're stopping you from breaking it down properly, loads of effects happen from that. But one of the main ones, your brain, first of all, affects your brain. Um, and all the regulatory neurohormonal effects. So you, you end up kind of um running on this burnout you know you are stressed but you don't know you're stressed mm. it, <clears throat> you don't always know because it's become so normal yeah. um the fact that you're wired all the time that you your sleep isn't that restful um mm. has become part of your your normal every day so it's sometimes hard for people to realize how much stress they're under and it, it's having these, this cascade of effects on the whole body where their, their brains are telling their gut, hurry up, hurry up, so everything speeds through or collapse and slow down because we're under so much threat, you know, and, and so people are getting constipation as well as diarrhea and there's malabsorption and dysbiosis, sorry, all these long words, but um, dysbiosis, of course, you know, but just for people listening is, is the imbalance in your gut flora because we're more than just one person. We're a community 
of organisms. Um, we're the host, if you like, for a community of organisms that lives in our gut and a healthful, balanced, joyful, creative life is essential to that balance. And so this sensitivity can wire us to see threat everywhere mm. and completely wreck those systems for the reasons that you've already said, you know, you've got a huge nerve network in, in the gut. So if these messages of I'm in the wrong life, I, I can't cope, I'm overwhelmed, they, they're going to actually um, affect everything in your life, but particularly digestion, which is the seat of your immune system. It's the seat of your reaction to the world. You know, How you uh, are in the world is largely in your inner skin, which is your gut lining. So, yeah, it, it, it wires you for threat, basically, permanently. Yeah, fascinating. Thank you mm. for expanding on that. Mm. I just think that's really helpful. And as you say, the digestion is, is the one system that's exposed to the external world, isn't it? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's hugely, hugely important. And getting that balance is key. And that's, you know, it's a real passion for me. Getting yeah. um, digestion, that's a starting point. I always see as hell. Mm. So, um, yeah, well, we're living stressful lives anyway, and then we're adding extra stress right now because we've got, you know, all the stuff that's going on in the world that's seemingly uh, unending, you know, this constant fear of threat um, to our existence. Mm. So, so there's lots going on at the moment that isn't helping people to live good lives, yeah. balanced lives. So you and I are more needed than ever, I think. Um, mm. I'm certainly seeing the team approach much more needed with with clients um, yeah. in the last couple of years um yeah. hugely for all the reasons we've explained yeah and i think that that then helps people to get to where they want to in in terms of their health goals yes and uh and, you know investing in that in the short term helps with the long term um mm. effect basically doesn't it gets people there in, in yeah it's a good it's a good point actually that the investment as opposed to cost because a lot of people think, well, it costs a certain amount. That's quite a lot, you know, but without your health, you haven't, you have nothing. You can have all the money in the world, but without your health, it's completely useless. Yeah. And, and your health is the most important thing in your life. And I think we have to take people away from the, the state I was in 10, 15 years ago, which was, I didn't spend any money on me because I had poor self-esteem and, um, it didn't seem worth it. And I would go, well, unless I'm really ill, I'm not going to spend money on myself. But now I see it more as health maintenance, as kind of keeping myself well to go and see people, not because I'm in terrible pain or, or I have a really big problem, but because I want to maintain my health. Um, and, and that's an investment that I deem worthwhile because I want a good life. I want a long life. I want a productive life. And I think we've all been sold this notion that um, particularly in the UK where health care is ostensibly free, although it isn't because we pay for it in national insurance. But um, we're used to saying, well, doc, fix me when things go wrong. We don't take responsibility for what we can do to make lifestyle changes and and get help from people who know a little bit more than we do to help support ourselves you know so for me the investment angle is really important to kind of say how much is your health worth you know i think that's a really really valid point it's a mindset shift there really patricia isn't it in terms of as you say 
investing in our health before it drops away yeah. and uh, similar to yourself I, I had a chronic fatigue experience and uh, post-viral fatigue about 15 years ago mm. and before that I wouldn't really have done a lot to invest in my health but when you've lost your health you throw everything at it to regain it because as you say yeah. you can't live your life as you want to yeah. when you're in bed or your health is on the floor so it's yeah. uh, it's about yeah investing as yeah. a preventative measure yeah. as a maintenance measure to keep um, to keep health well and enjoy life to the maximum rather than limping around or putting up with this ache or pain yeah. doing something about it because there's always a reason isn't there that's the absolutely cause yeah um, physical passion for my for me from um looking from a physical angle and an emotional angle yeah what's the causes yeah why the body is out of balance yeah by addressing those causes it's amazing how the body can come back into balance yeah it truly is nourishes. yeah yeah. we, we bring that together yeah well it's it's great and and i think um when people understand that when they realize they're more powerful than they thought they were um because we tend to give if we say you know i can't do anything i need someone else to heal me Mm -hmm. that's not how we work we're very collaborative we work with people with the condition not with the condition that the person has right so that's very different um and i think it helps it helps people to gain their own power to to find what works for them and, and develop that in their lives and so it's it's a much different approach to the one that current healthcare uses and um actually it's one that i've been developing a little bit recently in my group program which i've been trying to bring in to show people that isolation is so much a big part of why we get ill all right we think we're alone we think we're separate particularly if we've had situations in our lives that have you know we've gone through a divorce or we've had a bereavement or, or we've lost a job that we really loved and valued or, or some form of loss of meaning in our life. And, and isolation will definitely trigger a lot of these symptoms. You know, the sense of being alone with our pain or problem. Yeah. And, and so my recent foray into bringing together a community approach, uh, sort of an extension of the team approach, if you like, is to bring people going through a program together to discover not only do emotions impact your mental health but they absolutely impact your physical health in ways that we've we've already intimated and so having a community of people to learning together sharing together finding what they have in common rather than what divides them is is hugely empowering and it it has these massive shifts in in what people uh, are able to do in their lives Mm. they start to feel well they start to feel in harmony with themselves you know they start to understand who they really are Mm. Um, because we're often taught that we're not enough that we we're simply we don't fit you know and that that message is is very um damaging as you you've already mentioned so i'm doing that right now brilliant brilliant where do we find the where do we find the group course so it's called um the emotional audit program and you can find it on myemotionalaudit.com um we are we've done the founder membership last year so we've kind of developed the program that was an exciting time because we got people in and they helped me put it together really I had the idea but I needed input and now it's kind of fully formed and ready to go 
Wonderful. And it's, yeah, it's 14 weeks, but it's, uh, uh, it's not so intense that, you know, you have to give up the rest of your life. It fits around your life. Um, but, but the wonderful thing is the community aspect, the group aspect, it's really, really huge. And, you know, and I think, as I said, it's, it's almost an extension of this team approach that you and I are, mm. are doing and which is providing great results for our clients. So thank you. And thank you so much for talking to me. And um, how can people find you, Jamie? So my, um, my business name is Happy Bean Nutrition and Wellbeing Solutions. And it's the web address is www.happy-bean.co.uk. Brilliant. So Brilliant. There and I'll happily have a, uh, offer people a free um, half an hour consultation yes. to have a chat about their issues and how, how we can support that and, uh, and work with them. Yeah, absolutely. So, thank you. So, as always. Yeah, it was really nice to catch up again. Thank you, Janie, and take care. No doubt we'll talk again soon. Bye for now, everyone. Catch me on alchemytherapies.co.uk and subscribe. Take care. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.